The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, hey, Breaking Beauty fam. Welcome back to another episode. It's Jill and Carlene here, like we are every single Wednesday, bringing you the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. Happy December, Carlene. Hey, Jill. And hello, friends. So as you all know by now, we're two longtime magazine beauty editors turned beauty podcasters. And this week, we are diving into the world of K-beauty with one of the foremost voices on the topic, and that is Alicia Yoon, founder of Peach and Lily. Yeah, and I am all about K-beauty. You know, like pretty much every single SPF that I recommend is a K-beauty formulation. And it's always been, you know, K-beauty products are always sort of at the forefront of innovation. I think, though, for a while in the marketplace, people might have thought K-beauty was like waning a bit with trends or innovation. But TikTok has certainly put it back in the ether again. Absolutely. I know that the term Korean glass skin saw a 134% year over year increase in terms of search on TikTok. So I think that really tells you that the interest is still there. And it probably never really went away, but it's it's surging once again. Absolutely. K-Beauty is back. And Mm -hmm. I've been a longtime fan because I find that what K-Beauty does so well is hydration and treating sensitive skin. So that's me down to a T. And I personally think whether it's obvious or not, I think you look at brands like Rode and I can see the link that they are looking to K-Beauty for that sensorial experience, the textural innovation when you think about milks and whether it's glass yeah. skin or glazed skin, it really is all coming from the queen that is K-Beauty. Yes. And well, Peach and Lily, they invited us to New York to sit down with Alicia. And by the way, Alicia just had her second baby three short months ago. So thank you so much to her for making the time to sit down with us. And really, it was all about celebrating her skincare baby's milestone because Peach and Lily just turned five. And according to Women's Wear Daily, it just surpassed $100 million in sales. Yes. And Peach and Lily first began its U.S.-based direct-to-consumer website selling K-Beauty products back in 2012. So they were kind of a distributor bringing in a multitude of K-Beauty skincare lines and introducing K-Beauty to North America. Then, of course, they launched their own line, Peach and Lily, and now the brand has evolved to become a K-Beauty mainstay at other retailers like Ulta. And their sister, more affordable line, it's called Peach Slices. I don't know if everybody knows that they're affiliated, Mm. but Peach Slices, it's a huge hit at Ulta, at Target, at CVS. Nothing is more than $19.99 US dollars, which I love. I think that's a great price point. I know so many of my friends' teenage daughters, they love peach slices. So they are obsessed with those deep micro dart patches. Those are for blemishes. And they also have patches for dark spots. And I believe they're like $9. I think it's so smart to bring that K-beauty world to that marketplace. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Alicia, she is a Harvard Business School graduate and a world-renowned esthetician sought after for her signature glass skin facials. Alicia is credited with bringing the glass skin movement to North America. 
And I'm just I was just so pleased to be able to sit down and get all of her secrets during our chat. Yeah, I need to get one of those facials from her magical hands next time that we we meet with her. Mm. And it is so unique, her positioning, because it's rare that you have a K-beauty founder who is also an esthetician. So she just shares so many tips with us today. She's just so incredibly knowledgeable about skin and ingredients. In today's episode, we're going to hear all about her journey with K-beauty beginning at the tender age of three when she used to get toddler facials from her mom. I mean, that's just so adorable. And how she personally was inspired to create this hashtag glass skin movement. That's right. Plus, she chats with us about the plot twist in her own life where she thought she was headed to the Olympics and how that ultimately set her on a path to entrepreneurship. As I mentioned, she hits us with those tips. She walks us through her own skincare routine that includes a very interesting take on skin flooding. Apparently, the limit does not exist. And we get her take on exosomes and why they're the latest K-beauty buzzword we need to know about. We'll also hear about the latest launches from Peach and Lily. These were years in the making, and it's a barrier-enhancing duo called the Rescue Party Barrier Restore Serum. And there's a moisturizer as well called Comfort Cream. I loved how like soothing they were. And Alicia is going to share with us what makes them so special including an ingredient in the formula that I had never heard of before. We hear of calcium being important for our bones, but why do we need it in skincare? So Alicia is going to explain. Finally, exciting news. We're partnering with Peach and Lily on a very special giveaway. Five lucky people have a chance to win the full-size glass skin routine kit valued at $150 each, which includes four products and the Hero Glass Skin Refining Serum, which itself is $39. So definitely head on over to our Instagram page at Breaking Beauty Podcast for details on how to enter. Welcome, Alicia Yoon. This next sponsor, Nutrafol, is helping us get our best hair days yet. So did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? So if you're among them, know that you are not alone. Thinning is normal and Nutrafol is here to help. So Nutrafol hair growth supplements, they use drug-free ingredients to target root causes of thinning hair from within. Things like stress, hormones, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. It's really this whole body health approach. So from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, really no matter what your life stage is, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. I take the women's formula and I notice when I'm on my Nutrafol routine, I definitely have way less shedding in my hair and I notice around my temples and everything, my hair looks visibly thicker. And each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. And great news, we have a special offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners if you want to try Nutrafol yourself. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BREAKING. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. So that's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T. R-A-F-O-L dot com and use promo code breaking. Once again, that's Nutrafol.com and use promo code breaking. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. How do I ask my boss for a raise? 
I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Welcome to Breaking Beauty podcast, Alicia. First of all, we have to ask because we were, of course, you know, doing a deep dive on your life and we've all seen those adorable toddler facials on Instagram. We read that you actually experienced these from your mom as young as three years old. Is that the secret to your ageless skin or tell us more? (laughs) Well, too kind. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, in Korea, the beauty culture is all about preventive skincare. Mm. In the same way that toddlers here, you're taught how to brush your teeth. You know, it's just part of like self-care. And so for me, because I had severe eczema, my mom tried everything for me. Mm. And so she's like my total beauty hero. And, you know, I just am so grateful to her. But yeah, you know, she tried everything. The baby facials that she would do for me were just for me to feel included because we would go see like a family facialist in Korea. That's a thing. And so like my grandmother, my mom and my aunties, they would all be like laying down. And, you know, sometimes I would just be there and sometimes a facialist come along and do something for me at home. My mom would be like, "Okay, like, here's your treatment. But it was more this immersive culture of really taking care of your skin and treating it like an organ. So it sounds like skincare was It's been a lifelong journey for you. And tell us a little bit more about the eczema that you suffered. Like, what did that look like for you? Was it like itchy or? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you can't cure yourself of eczema. So I still have eczema. But I've learned over the years and over the course of my life to really manage the flare ups. But it was bad, like especially, you know, when I was younger, before I knew what was going on with my skin. I mean, very visible itchy, weepy, sometimes very painful rashes. And it would just be head to toe. Mm. And I felt like skincare was just so much guesswork. Like these Mm. flare-ups would just strike whenever and I would not know why. And, you know, my mom was also beyond herself because she saw me struggle so much and she really wanted to help. But it was like going to every expert, trying so many different things. And sometimes they would work, but we just wouldn't understand why it worked because then it would stop working. Yeah, And so that was something that really impacted my life because I felt self-conscious, but also, mm-hmm. you know, to not know how to take care of your skin, like to one day wake up and not know if you're going to have this massive flare up or not. It was like this cloud hanging over my head. And when I through skincare study and years of kind of hands on trial and error and really tracking a lot of data and like what worked and what didn't very meticulously to really discover like, how does my body work? How does my skin work? How is it linked to the rest of my body? Like all of that. Honestly, it felt like I entered the matrix. Like I felt like this sense of empowerment and joy to actually be able to take control back of my skin to take, Mm -hmm. you know, back that control. So yeah, it's been this like lifelong journey. Yeah. Yeah, my son suffers from eczema, so I, he's had like really bad hands before and elbows and stuff. Yeah. And it's it's tough as a mom who never personally had eczema is just you're kind of really reaching 
in terms of what yeah. to use. You know, there's so much that just sit, seems like it sits on top of the skin. And it just stings when you put totally. it on, you know. So, yeah, it's been it's a lot of trial and error and oh, I to work out. Feel I feel like it, you. you have to be yeah. a detective, skin detective. You do. That's like the perfect word for it. I always tell people you have to be your own skin detective. Yeah. And my I think both my kids have eczema too. Okay. And so but I do feel like okay, you know what? Like, <laughs> I may not be the perfect mom, but I can really yeah. help you with your skin. So yeah. I do feel like my own skin journey has paid off in that regard in helping my kids. But yeah, it's it's very tricky. Mm-hmm. When we were preparing for our chat with you today, I was reading that, you know, before you made a career out of skincare, you were actually a competitive diver and on the path to the Olympics, which is incredible. And I don't know if that many people know that part of your story. So can you tell us a little bit about that and then how you ended up working in beauty? Yeah, I loved platform diving and springboard diving. That was my thing ever since I was in elementary school and I was obsessed with the sport. I was practicing like hours a day and it was just my passion. Like that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a professional diver. I wanted to then be a coach. Like that was all I really wanted to do. In the back of my mind, my grandfather is a serial entrepreneur. So I was like, well, after all that, maybe one day I'll like be an entrepreneur, you know, like Mm, things that like these like statements that don't really, you know, you just like dream big when you're a kid, right? Yeah. You know, I don't think I was good enough to probably make it all the way to the Olympics, but I was so passionate about it. So I was training on the national team and, you know, I was like, just, I don't know, it was like the most exciting thing for me. But, you know, I had a series of injuries and one of which where I was in a wheelchair for a while, I had, you know, a lot of issues with my legs and it was just from like overtraining and, you know, just over time, it was pretty tough on my legs. And so, you know, it was pretty tough because I went from being this athlete to not being able to like even really go to the bathroom on my own. Like, wow, it was wow. really, really hard. And, you know, I was going through a lot of physical therapy and for a few years, like, you know, it hurt when I wore like heels. And and so when I eventually got better enough to start practicing again, you know, I had to make a decision because I wasn't able to train the way I used to train. Yeah. And also like my skills and my body also had like deteriorated from where it used to be to perform at the level I was performing. That would be so scary. And like traumatic as a young person to go yeah. through something like that. You know? Yeah, it was definitely at that time, I really felt like, I don't know, my entire world collapsed. But yeah, my grandfather was really insightful and he saw that I was like really struggling emotionally, Mm. like everything. And so he actually made a suggestion. He was like, you know, I think it'll be really great to do some volunteer work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was volunteering at like, you know, different places throughout Korea. And it just actually changed my view because I saw people with like really hard situations in life. Mm -hmm. And They were still like they had this like fighting spirit and a lot of joy. And it was interesting, like through that process, I like actually regained some perspective. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to just have like one thing you're going for and you can discover other passions in life. And so, yeah, but I think going through that in those formative years has given me this perspective where I do feel like rock bottom is never rock bottom. Right. And then beauty, how did that come about? 
Yeah. So I started my career in finance and management consulting, like nothing to do with beauty, but nights and weekends, my personal passion remains skincare. So because I went through my own skin struggles and had this like hard earned skin transformation story, Mm -hmm. I just like had this soft spot for anyone dealing with their own skin struggles. Right. And so nights and weekends, you know, I would be doing facials for friends and family, friends of friends. And, you know, my home looked like an apothecary. And like it was just something that like on the side, I had like reams of binders where I was just tracking information like oh, interesting, whenever like these two ingredients are like used together, even if the brand isn't marketing this as a soothing product, like people are finding that it's very calming, like, oh, that's very fascinating. You know, I was just like Mm -hmm. so curious Mm -hmm. and hungry. And so, you know, after business school, so I went to business school in 2008 when the financial crisis hit. Mm -hmm. So HBS was very focused on entrepreneurship. And because in the back of my mind, I was like, that's something I want to try one day. I was like, yes, like, this would be something really fun to do. But I couldn't like think of like, what would I do to start a business? So I went back into consulting. And a couple of years later, I just had this aha moment where I was like, wait, I love skincare. And because, you know, I grew up both in Korea and in the States and my family is still in Korea. My parents still are in Korea. So I would go back a lot and bring Korean beauty products over, do facials using Korean beauty products and at some point I realized, because so many people were asking, where can I get this? And I was like, Mm -hmm. nowhere, you can't get it here. And, you know, there were only like a handful of maybe like a dozen brands or so that you can find in like Koreatown stores, like deep in Etsy. And and that was it versus like thousands of brands in Korea. Right. And so that's when I realized I would love to do something where I'm empowering people to help transform their skin. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Miracles. So we've been talking about the miracle of K-Beauty today, and I wanted to shout out a really cool K-Beauty treatment available both professionally in aesthetic spas with a facialist and at home. It's called Cell Story by Beyond Miracles, and it's what all the facialists are talking about right now. It's essentially liquid microneedling. And people are just loving it because it achieves the same or better results as traditional microneedling, but without any numbing, there's no physical needles, and there's definitely no blood. It all works using this cool technology. It's micro spears. They're made from hydrolyzed freshwater sponges, and that's what creates those little channels in your skin that allows for deeper ingredient penetration, and it gives you that good inflammatory result where you're kind of poking your skin to heal itself. So you're getting that fresh layer of skin like a bebe. What's also impressive is that it's clinically proven to improve the look of skin pigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, elasticity, blemishes, sagging, even enlarged pores. And it can be used on active acne breakouts, which I know can be really tough to treat. So If you're interested in this topic, definitely go and check out episode 304, where Jill and I share our experience trying the treatment and celebrity esthetician Crystal Coro joins us on the mic with in-depth insights into the treatment, everything you could possibly want to know. And you can visit beyond-miracles.com to learn more and find a provider in your area. 
Plus, exciting news, they're offering the whole Breaking Beauty fam a promo code for the at-home system. It's called Miracle Talks. Use code BEAUTY to receive 20% off your first Beyond Miracles order at beyond-miracles.com. This is such a great way to get a spa treatment at home. We're going to link to this offer in our show notes and on our website under episode recaps. Okay, I read in your Instagram bio that you actually started the glass skin movement. So tell us about that, about the glassy skin ideal, where it comes from and how it became just so integral for what you do. Yeah, so it's such a kind of funny story. So the Peach and the Leap products were launched in 2018. And our first product that launched was our iconic glass skin refining serum. And you know, and we've been working on these formulas for years. And for Peach and Lily, the heart of what we wanted to create is, you know, for myself, I struggled so much with finding the right skincare where I no longer needed to make trade-offs, right? Because I was always like negotiating between very potent active ingredients and then gentle products. And I was like, I want both in one. So I want to make sure that like retinoids could be made gentle, even for sensitive skin. So Peach and Lily was born out of that passion. Mm -hmm. And the glass skin serum, the reason why that was skew number one is because ultimately your skin still needs this foundational support for all of these treatments to go really far for your skin. So, you know, what does skin need to be really healthy and thriving, right? Hydrators, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, fatty acids, calming agents, et cetera. So the glass skin serum has all of these elements inside it. When I was like, okay, what do we call the serum? When I was in Korea, I had heard in passing Yuri Pibu, which is literally glass skin. And I, it just like, like I just saw the light and I was like, that is exactly what, when your skin is at its healthiest, that's what it looks like. There's this luminosity mm -hmm. and smoothness from within. And it mm -hmm. doesn't mean you don't have like breakouts. For mm -hmm. example, you can have breakouts, but when your skin is nourished and thriving, you still have that luminosity versus let's say you have clear skin, you don't have any breakouts, but your skin is so dehydrated, mm -hmm. so not well nourished, it's going to look dull and sallow and so forth. And so I was like, that's what healthy skin looks like. And so when, you know, I was naming this product, I was so nervous because I was like, what if people don't under, because glass skin was not a thing. Yeah. And like, if you had searched like the hashtag glass skin, it was like not a thing. Whereas now there's over 3 billion views of wow. glass skin on TikTok alone. So I was very nervous and I was like, you know, like our team would have these like very like vibrant discussions where we were like, what if people think it turns into like, your skin turns fragile like glass, you know, <laughs> or like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And so when we launched the product, we launched it simultaneously with this big push on education on what is glass skin. Right. It's your healthiest skin yet. When your skin is healthy, it looks this way. And healthy skin, by the way, is not filtered skin. It's not unrealistic skin ideals. It every, Glass skin goals is for everybody because no matter where you are in your skin journey, you're aspiring towards your healthiest skin by approaching it the right way. You're not just trying to do overnight tricks, et cetera. And so it was amazing to see the serum went super viral. We sold out, I don't know, I think it was like eight times, like right when we launched it just, and like all of a sudden, like glass skin became a thing. And right. so it's just this big movement. Wow. And I love that because it started the conversation about healthy skin. So tell us as a 
professional esthetician, how do you get your skin so glassy? What are the are there drop 10 the routine, steps? Alicia? <laughs> the routine. <laughs> well, the tools, the ingredients, everything. So I always, you know, think about skin as getting the foundation right mm-hmm. and then doing your treatments. Mm-hmm. So your treatments are really going to be focused on whatever your skin circumstances at that moment in your life. Mm-hmm. But the foundational routine is just like really just the thing you want to get right because if you just go for the treatments, the treatments may not work as well. But also if you get the foundational routine right, all of a sudden the skin concern that you might be tackling might actually be a lot more diminished. Right. And so the foundational routine, it's all about having, you know, the hydrators because hydration is really the key to everything Mm -hmm. as well as you know, the antioxidants, because our skin is really up against so many stressors internally and externally, calming agents and, you know, all of those nourishing ingredients. So I always, always do like the four step glass skin routine because it's just easy. So Mm -hmm. it's the power calm cleanser, the wild treatment essence. I love this essence so much. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like if I feel like my skin is not hydrated enough, when I'm just like unwinding for the day, watching TV, I have clean hands, clean face, and I just layer on the essence over and over again while I'm watching like a Netflix show for 30 minutes. And I just did like a hydrating facial for wow. myself. Like Everybody, she's like, she's like dumping it, pretend dumping <laughs> it into her hand. And then you would like tap it on your hands and then tap it on your face. And Correct. That's your wow. application. How many layers will you do? Yeah. Over the Sometimes hour. Sometimes even 30 layers. Wow. Oh my gosh. You know, sometimes it's 20, but it's really Gonna just need the like, jumbo size of that. Yeah. <laughs> that essence. And, and the layer, you know, it's just like a dropper yeah. to each layer. Yeah. It goes a long way. And even when I do facials, you know, I always layer the essence on. And so, yeah, I do that in the mornings. And, you know, just for my regular routine, it's just like a couple layers, yeah. maybe even one layer. Then I do my glass skin refining serum and then I seal it all in with the matcha pudding antioxidant cream. But then for my treatments, depending Wait, on what Wait, did you my, say matcha pudding? Matcha pudding antioxidant cream. Oh, that sounds cream. like a delight. <laughs> I am so into this cream because it's very long lasting hydration, but it doesn't pill. Right. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like this like velvety hydrated finish, you mm-hmm. know, where it just kind of, you can just wear your face out or wear makeup on, you know? Yeah. And then I love that matcha is such a rich source of antioxidants. Mm-hmm. I love that it has that like protective antioxidative like benefit right. to, to your skin for the day and through the night. And then for my treatments, we have this serum that's like, I hate playing favorites, but this is probably like my all-time favorite after the glass skin refining serum for in the treatment category. The Retinol for All Renewing Serum okay. is a patent pending product because it, we rely on novel research where, so with retinoids, yeah. mm-hmm. the reason that it's irritating is because when retinoic acid receptors in your skin receive the ingredient, biochemically what's happening in your skin is like all the good things. It's telling your skin like make more collagen, like this and that. So all the great things are happening and your skin looks visibly firmer, et cetera. But also it actually triggers IL-4 receptors in our skin cells to sprout up. IL-4 receptors are things, it's the receptors that tell your skin to get inflammation and irritation. Mm. So with people with atopic dermatitis, more of those IL-4 receptors sprout up. But it's not that just because you don't see the inflammation that the IL-4 receptors are not sprouting up. You just may not notice as as much because Mm -hmm. maybe it's not 
as inflamed or as irritated. But the issue there is, you know, when you do have that inflammation, it's almost like the benefits. It's like three steps forward and maybe a step back. Mm -hmm. And so number one, wanted to create something where even people with very sensitive skin can use because I felt like retinoids are such a gold standard ingredient and I can't use them. Right. And I was like, I need to be able to use them. You know, I'm in my forties. I have kids. I'm Mm -hmm. tired. Like I need my retinoids. I wanted to be able to use it. And you know, there are so many people who also are in the same boat, but also secondarily, even if you don't have sensitive skin, like you want it to be like all the upside. Right. Mm -hmm. And so basically there was this incredible study done in Korea, in vivo, in vitro, long-term study, where essentially it was shown that all these different ingredients were tested. And when ectoin and retinoids were combined, something like 82.6%, I think that's the number of IL-4 receptors are like inhibited. Hmm. They're downregulated. And so you're essentially stopping irritation before it starts. Oh. So I can't use it right now because I'm also you know, was pregnant recently breastfeeding. I yeah. can't wait to get back to that. <laughs> like right. I'm literally like, when am I going to start breastfeeding? Stop mm-hmm. breastfeeding because I have to use it. So right now I'm also using the Copper Peptide Pro Firming Serum. Right. And I'm also mixing in the Transparency Pro Spot Treatment because, you know, during this postpartum period and also when I'm pregnant, like my dark spots, yeah, you know, just really, yeah, yeah, kick up. And then SPF right now, I'm using the Summer Fridays Shade Drops is uh-huh. I think what it's oh, called. Oh yeah, I like those. Yeah, it's yeah. like very lightweight, yeah. very wearable. So I do that. And then once a week, I do the Peach Slices Snail Rescue Intensive Wash Off Jelly Mask. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know even how to describe it. I just love that. Like it kind of just like resets my skin and I feel like I just... Got, you know, like when you wash your face in the shower and you walk out and you get that like fresh, super yeah. fresh feeling, but it also feels kind of like plumped up. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that. And then a few times a week, I do the glass skin face polisher. I used to do a chemical exfoliant, but these days I've just been doing the, there's a little BHA in there, but you know, mostly it's like an enzyme powder. Yeah. So I've been doing that. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. And what about just beyond products? Are there any tools or practices that are crucial to that glassy skin result? Yeah, I would say a few different things. One is going back to being your own skin detective. I know this sounds kind of funny, but I swear by this. And also because, you know, we're doing so much formula testing and so forth. But, you know, it's sort of like micro observing your skin because really getting to know your skin so that you're nipping things in the bud before you're like, oh, that didn't work for me. And it's like a full blown, you know, just reaction. Right. So one thing I do, you know, in the mornings is, and these days, like with a newborn, I haven't had the time to do it as often, but typically, you know, each day in the morning, I'm looking in the mirror, brightly lit, and I am scanning my entire face, like, you know, left to right, like reading a book, but like mm-hmm. row by row and really mm-hmm. observing my my face. And it really helps me understand like these little micro reactions, even before they become full blown, like, oh, that actually is going to turn into like pretty irritated skin. Oh, that actually is helping with like plumping my skin up. So that's one thing, like really observing your skin and yeah. kind of really getting to know. The second thing is I love facial yoga. I swear by it. Hmm. So, you know, when I was a teenager, I was in Korea and I was talking to our family facialist and she was like, your skin is so weak. And I was like, I I know. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have great skin genes. And part of 
you know, having such a leaky skin barrier, quote unquote, and having eczema and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like just, you know, I have also like just a lot of skin issues and like some autoimmune issues. Like there's just so much going on with my skin. And she's like, your skin is pretty weak. And so when your skin can't really hold on to that moisture well, et cetera, and you have like very thin skin, like, you know, when you're in your thirties, you know, your, your skin just might be like very, very lax. And, you know, I'm like a teenager and I'm like, <laughs> what? You know? Yeah. And so I asked her, I was like, well, what should I be doing? Right. And she was like, well, you know, there's all these different topical things that you can do, et cetera. But also facial yoga is like something that you can explore because we have muscles in our face. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of just reminds me of, for example, like my mother-in-law, she's 70. She's like such a health inspiration for me because she works out all the time for her health. And it's not an inevitability that when we get older, like we just like lose all muscle tone and she is so fit. And when you think about it, like, you know, when you keep your muscles strong and flexible and so forth, you know, our skin is only so thick, right? Mm -hmm. So the laxity isn't really only from our skin. It's also from just muscles. Mm -hmm. And so this esthetician back in the day was explaining this to me and I was like, that makes so much sense. And so started doing facial yoga and it's just, I do it every day for so long now. Hmm. And, you know, when my husband, and I love it because you can do it when you're watching TV, when you're walking down the street, like you don't have to do it while you're doing your routine. And it was really funny when my husband and I first started dating, he was like, we were watching a movie and he was like, what are you doing? Like, I just was, <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing facial yoga, but That's I came so up with the phrase that I say every time. And I always tell people like who I do facials for, like, go home and do this like five times a day, every day. I walked down the street and I saw you and I was happy. But the way you do it is super exaggerated. Like I walked down the street oh. and I saw you like you're buccinator muscles like really out there and I was happy like really exaggerated five times and you actually feel your muscles getting tired like you actually feel like you know when you're like doing like weightlifting for your arms like you know you actually feel that that's like a great thing Pausing to shout out Macy's. They're one of our longtime show partners. So the festive season is upon us, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe. In my case, sorry, not sorry, I'm headed to Miami next week with some friends. You know, we're going to have some fun in the sun, and I'm looking for some party ready dresses. I mean, how many sequins are too many sequins in Miami? I'm about to find out. And Macy's has everything you need this season from sparkly frocks to jewel toned outerwear and bold and bright makeup. Or if you're kind of really feeling that cozy minimal vibe this season, maybe you want to wear some nice knitwear sitting in front of a fire, sipping hot cocoa. You can check out Macy's selection of warm texture, rich winter neutrals. It's really like no matter what your vibe is, Macy's has you covered. They're serving up plenty of style inspiration at Macy's.com slash own your style. And here's the best part. Did you know that if you need a little bit of help finding your style footing, you can pair up with a Macy's personal stylist 
for free. That's right. It's totally free. They'll help you pull your look together and you can go in the store if that's your comfort zone or if you want to book a virtual appointment at your convenience, that's available too. So you can check that out at macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today, either in store or virtually. So once again, that's macy's.com slash own your style and macy's.com slash personal stylist. We'll link to these URLs in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's guest. What about in office or professional treatments? Is there anything you do that is kind of leans into K-beauty or, you know, is specific to something like a Korean esthetician might do? that we might ex- not experience in like from a Western facial. I, those are very generic yeah. terms, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on in Korea. That's not really like as commonplace or even offered here. Yeah. But one thing I do love is also acupuncture. Mm-hmm. I love that for just how like effective it can be in terms of boosting circulation yeah. or getting like your energy flowing better, your flow going better. So This is facial acupuncture? Facial acupuncture. There's an acupuncturist, Jen Eng, who's great. And also I love Sandra Lanshin, who is based in New York. She's also really great. She has, I think her website is like treatment by Lanshin, but facial acupuncture can be like very, very effective. So that's one thing I really love. And in Korea, it's a bit more commonplace. So you have this like culture of like going and constantly, yeah. yeah, constantly maintaining your skin. And the other thing that's interesting is in Korea, certain procedures, the only people who can administer those procedures are doctors. Mm-hmm. And so they're more willing to do some off-label practices that are very custom to you okay. because they're just like more confident versus like, right. and they have more experience with whatever treatment it is and they've like cultivated their own techniques versus like this is just the way you've been trained and it's just you know a technician even Mm -hmm. who can administer that and so there are just these you know treatments that are available in Korea especially in dermatologist offices that may not be as common here is there any that's got you really excited? You're like, when I go back to Korea, I am getting this. I would say that kind of going back to the acupuncture, it's almost like it's acupuncture, but it's almost like microneedling, but intensified, like okay. super intensified. And, you know, they're kind of stamping these like acupuncture type like needles all over your face. So the other type of acupuncture facial mm-hmm. could just be like, a needle here or yes, there. That's this what is I was like picturing. All over mm, your face, oh, like needed all over your face. And like, would they like leave the pressure point in? Or no, it's no, moving. It's, it's moving, moving like a microneedling thing. Yeah. Around it is. Like, like it's pretty intensive. Numbing cream. Mm-hmm. Like I'm holding onto a teddy bear. Wow. You know, it's like the whole, whole but different whole than yards. microneedling. It's different than microneedling. Okay. Do, you, do you know what it's called, or does it have a name? It is, it has like a Korean name. I'm trying to think of the way that they described it. It's, I would say it's like acupuncture needling. Okay. Hmm. Might be a loose term okay. for it. I try that. Hmm. I'll have to circle back on like the exact nomenclature they give it. But, yeah. you know, like there is downtime. I had gone with Jamie Rosen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a long time ago. Maybe it was like a handful of years ago and we both tried it and 
the next day we were like seeing each other and I, she fared better than I did for me. Like the next morning, my husband was like, don't look in the mirror. Oh like, just my like, I, It was just like really, really swollen and red and bruised. Yeah. And I was like, was this worth it? But then I would say like a week later, my skin started to just look really radiant. And okay. then about two weeks later, I started to feel like it ki- kind of looked bouncier. And then maybe like four or five weeks later, I really felt like it just looked lifted. Right. And it kind of looked and felt that way for maybe like a good few months, mm-hmm. you know, in a pretty dramatic okay. way. So I was like, okay, I like that. Okay, okay. I'm interested. I'm interested. Any other big like sort of trends? What's going to be the next thing to come out of Korea that you think will everyone will be writing about and talking about? I would say right now, what's still pretty popular are those like thread lifts. Mm. That's really popular. I would also say that, you know, the exosome therapies are starting to be pretty buzzy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just tried it. What did Mm -hmm. you think? Oh, well, I got microneedling done with it and I had never tried microneedling like Previously, but the owner of the aesthetics place where I went, she said, this is a game changer. She's like, I used to dread microneedling because the downtime was so bad, Mm -hmm. but the exosomes have like transformed. She's like, you're going to heal in like 24, 48 hours. I was like, okay, I leave there looking beat like someone just beat me up. Right. Because it's like I was so red. Yeah. I'm very sensitive, rosacea prone as well. But those things, it's magic. The exosomes, because I just felt like my skin was it, it was just really 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 inflamed and then the next day by the next evening was completely calm again and it just felt very very healing and it's stem cells right yeah people don't know what we're talking about it's stem cells that have been used in like tissue regeneration in the medical field yeah and now they're being used in aesthetic treatments to speed healing downtime all of those things and i do it again i actually loved it and i think we'll probably start seeing that more and more, right? The exosome treatments are interesting. Those are, they're not like the the buzziest treatment in Korea, but they are, you know, up there in yeah, terms uh-huh. of like people like, you know, noticing the benefit. I think also part of it is that you do need something like a microneedling treatment mm-hmm. for it to work and not right. everybody wants to do a microneedling yes. treatment or something that like really helps those nanoparticles actually absorb. So now I need to know, K-Beauty brought us snail mucin, centella asiatica, ectoin. What other ingredients do you think we'll, we'll see populating Ankylis soon and why? What's yeah. intriguing you? One thing is, you know, like in the States and, you know, in sort of like North America, there's a lot of conversations about biotech. Yes. And what people don't always realize is that, you know, this enzymatic breakdown of ingredients, this fermentation process is really advanced in Korea because fermentation techniques is something that has been so key to Korean, you know, innovations for a long time, Mm -hmm. even in our foods, right? Like kimchi and soybean soup and so forth. And so, you know, it was this very natural kind of leap into wellness and skincare and herbal medications and things like that, where fermented ingredients have always been this thing. So there's like very interesting and exciting, like nuanced fermentation techniques that different labs will do. Like some are like 
and then you take the fermented ingredient and then you bake it into this thing like five times at this temperature or like, you know, there's like different ways. But this is such an exciting area because historically, all of our ingredients were, you know, of course, you can make beautiful synthetic ingredients in the lab or you're really taking in a nutshell, you're just taking like like a fruit and extracting things, right? So it was always like this process of extraction is how we get our ingredients. But the world of what you can extract is not, it's not unlimited. Mm -hmm. And so there was always only so many ingredients we can include in, in skincare. But this fermentation biotech space is really exciting because A, it's really sustainable. You don't have to like harvest things necessarily from like, planet earth you can like actually ferment things and enzymatically make things at scale like in a lab mm-hmm. using like one seed or you know what have you but right. it also opens up the possibility of so many new kinds of ingredients and so there's so much study going on right now with ingredient suppliers and with labs like really cutting edge things especially as that gets joined in with really cutting edge research on our microbiome which is still yes. like not that well understood but like with very interesting insights. And so I think that it's going to be like, I really think it's like a quantum leap forward. Okay. We have like just a couple minutes. We need to ask you about the latest drop from Peach and Lily because it's happening tomorrow. We're getting a sneak peek. Anybody who's listening today, you're getting an advanced introduction to these new Barrier Restore products from Peach and Lily. What can you tell us? What makes them unique and special? So I have to say this is my most personal launch to Mm. date. I've been wanting to do something for the skin barrier for a long time, obviously given my own personal issues with my skin barrier, but I wanted it to really address the skin barrier in a deeper way. Mm. And so, you know, the product does have, you know, five different ceramides and the good fats and soothing ingredients like heart leaf, which is a really big ingredient in Korea right now for helping to visibly calm skin allantoin, et cetera. But it also really considers what's happening beneath the skin. So your epidermal has something called a calcium gradient. And essentially your calcium gradient is really important. So there, it kind of looks like a bell curve. There's less on the top and bottom layers and more in the middle. And these calcium ions are really important to help signal a few different things. One is differentiating your keratinocytes so that you know, every layer of your skin has skin cells that look a little different and it has to be differentiated so that your skin is really able to kind of function well in all those different layers and have that healthy skin barrier. The calcium ions also help signal the right kind of lipid balance for this really supported skin barrier function, like optimizing your skin barrier function. And what's really interesting is when we get older, the calcium gradient collapses. And also if you have, you know, issues that you're dealing with, whether your skin is just kind of irritated or, you know, diabetics, you know, if you have diabetes, for different reasons, your skin barrier studies show that the calcium gradient getting collapsed Mm -hmm. is very much linked to your skin barrier thriving or not. Interesting. And so we have- your bones degrade, your teeth degrade, (laughs) and your skin barrier degrades with this calcium situation. Exactly. Exactly. And so- we have this really exciting phospholipid encapsulated calcium complex combined with other ingredients that are very soothing to really deliver calcium 
into the skin and support the skin barrier. So it's really differentiated. And we were, there's a reason that it's year five and we're only launching it now because we wanted this to be really, really something that would work rapidly, that would really show visible transformation. And so, yeah, it's, I am absolutely just like so reliant on these products personally. And I, mm-hmm. I'm very excited that these are finally launching. What's the name of each of them? Peach and Lily Rescue Party Barrier Restore Serum and the Rescue Party Barrier Comfort Cream. Yeah. You're getting the one-two punch, the yes. barrier serum and the barrier cream. Because then, you know, you can layer them together. Exactly. This is what we're always talking All about. about. layering. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. This has been so enlightening to chat with you and to help you celebrate five years thank you so much we really appreciate you spending time with us yeah Yeah, thank thank you so much for having me thanks for listening you can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com while you're there be sure to sign up for our newsletter every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing and get social with us let us know what you think of the episode you can follow us on instagram at breaking beauty podcast and did you know we also have a private facebook group just search breaking beauty podcast chat room you can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.